Jeff, this sandwich is so good, I want to kiss you hard on the mouth, but I know it's not appropriate. It's car con carne. It is Carcone Carne, the world's only food podcast recorded in a car. There is a good chance this show is too big for one car tonight. <laughs> What's happening here is just too enormous. In the backseat of this car, which is a rental car, by the way. My car's in the shop. Uh, in the backseat of the rental car, I have Greta and Jack, my gold mask, a band that I absolutely love. Thank you for hanging out in the backseat. Hello. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Thanks for having us. And in the front seat, Chef Rodolfo from Carnival. Uh, we just spent time on the Carnival food truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it's quite an operation. You saw it for yourself. It smells beautiful. It's quite an operation, and you just brought a, a ton of stuff from the Carnival food truck menu in the car. Yeah. Uh, so we just, uh, you know, we were we were in the truck and we we're thinking of what to eat. So we just decided to do a little bit of everything. Well, no. What happened was I started to order. You're like. No, no, no. We're just going to give you a bunch of stuff. You, you, you didn't have patience for me. You're like, we're going to sample everything. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so uh, we uh, we have a, a Cuban. We have a, a Frida, which is like a Cuban chorizo burger, uh, <laughs> like an Argentine-inspired burger, uh, some mojo fries, so like hand-cut fries, awesome. uh, some uh, disco fries, which, uh, you know, growing up in New York and New Jersey, they're like uh, our version of poutine. Uh, and, and, and poutine is gravy and, and cheese. Yeah, gravy. So actually, this is uh, smoked ham gravy <laughs> uh, with a little bit of cotija cheese, which tends to be a little sharper, sort of like uh, Parmesan cheese. Uh, and, and again, my gold mask, that's smoked ham gravy. Mm, that sounds delicious. <laughs> and, and as a courtesy, I, I think all bands should be fed. I mean... I'm drooling on the seat right yeah. now. Yeah, oh, wait, wait, wait. chef's passing stuff back here. Something's again. coming back this I don't way. Know. What's what? We'll figure it out. Now, now my gold mask, when you're on the road, what do you oh, eat? Thank you. Oh, what do we eat? Well, oh, wow, we eat all kinds I mean, of stuff. You know, it's it's like when you're on the actual road, on the freeway, then, I mean, you don't have a lot of choices, you know. So mm-hmm. It's a lot of fast food, unfortunately. Uh, we've tried the whole, like, bring a cooler and have healthy snacks. It just doesn't work. It thinks... The cooler gets the water defrost, but then once we're in town, um, we try to, you know, we before a show or something, we try to eat something local or you know, mm-hmm. something that someone recommends to us, things like that. You know, this smells so good. What do you guys? Break it yeah, open. I think I got a burger of some sort. Uh, awesome. I got a uh, what is this? This is like Christmas over here. <laughs> it really what, is. What is it? You got a Cuban. A Cuban. Oh, Cuban. Oh, well, that's, what I was ho- that's what I was hoping for. Uh, you got the burger, all right? Now there is. Greta, there is cheese on the Cuban. Just heads up. Mmm. And a, a Cuban sandwich. I, I think the Cuban is about as perfect a sandwich as it gets. Chef, what is a Cub- Cubano sandwich? So a traditional Cuban uh, would be um, some uh, baguette-like bread. Uh, then we have a little bit of uh, slow-roasted pork, smoked ham, Swiss cheese, a little uh, mustard, pickles. Uh, and butter. That's about the whole. Mm. The whole yes. Chef, this sandwich is so good. I want to kiss you hard on the mouth, but I know it's I not know, appropriate. Right? <laughs> that might not work out my, too well. My uh, bite first before I do that. What is it? <laughs> I, I think it. I got kissed once with a bunch of stuff in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, these fries are great too. You have the disco fries? Yeah. No, he's got. He got the the mojo fries. Oh, the mojo fries. Mm-hmm. So the mojo fries. Uh, once again, we, we, we buy like uh, Kennebec potatoes and we cut them in the house, pre-blanch them, and then. Uh, 
You have uh, mojo, which basically is a citrus-based sauce uh, with a little bit of cumin, oregano, and cilantro, and uh, a little bit of aioli. Oh, man. You know, disco fries That's in the 70s, I think, were just covered in cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Modern day, very different. Back in the 70s, Studio 54, just yeah, piles of coke. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure that's the reason why they came about this yeah. post post disco no snack. Kidding. You know? um, I have a question. Does anyone have a napkin? <laughs> yeah, we we oh, you do, do have napkins in here awesome. somewhere. I don't want to get the rental car. Uh, Jack, yeah. that's what pants are for. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I do wear black jeans. Right, well, black is very slimming. It is. As colors go. It's true. Well, mm-hmm. so do we not have napkins? Yeah, we do. We do. We're just trying to. We need to start yeah. All right, so the Carnival food truck is relatively new to the road, right? Yeah, we just started about, um, uh, I would say, uh, a month and a couple of days ago. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, we... It still has that new food truck smell. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> it has the new uh, new car, new food truck smell going on. It's, uh, uh, it, it was definitely a, a project getting it started, but it's been a lot of fun since we did so I, I've got to ask, it was front page news this week in Chicago, the uh, Chicago food truck ordinance. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's obviously a lot of regulations around food truck right now, and uh, and a lot of uh, the food truck owners are trying to, you know, get the the city to loosen up on them a little bit. Um, so there's a, a lot of litigation behind that. Um, but at this point... You know, we we definitely started off in the winter, so we would start off in the lower season. Mm-hmm. So we we could basically ease our way up until the busy season, which would be spring, summer, and fall. The ordinance, it, it really, as I understand it, and I, I'm coming at this completely green and probably ignorant, but as I understand it, it really is designed to protect brick-and-mortar owners. Yeah. So here's the interesting catch in that Carnival is both. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it is designed to protect... This uh, brick and mortar uh, stores, but what I guess what it fails to realize is that you know uh, food trucks are paying taxes too, and 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 they're you know they're a standalone business bringing revenue to the city, so it's a little unfair. And some of the regulations that you can only park at a designated spots for no more than two hours, huh. um, it, it really makes it hard for food truck owners to to really make a living. Um, from our end uh, as a restaurant. Uh, the food truck came about as uh, a place to, you know, share a little bit of what we do as far as uh, more like street food and, and, and keep it fun. Um, so it, for us, uh, it, it, thankfully, it's a little bit more of a luxury, uh, but we're definitely still, you know, trying to make it just like anybody else in the street. Um, and, and right now, we really would appreciate it if, if the city uh, leaned back on some of the the rules and regulations because it definitely makes it tough to uh, to make a buck. Hmm. Now, I, I'm sure um, Greta and Jack are too shy to ask, but can they use the food truck as their tour bus? <laughs> uh, for sure, just with get enough people to it. eat. And, uh, yeah, with the food you know, on it. And, br- and bring it to the concert <laughs> and we'll serve food. Okay. And I should mention do something here. Uh, speaking of concerts, before we go much further, if you are listening to this show uh, before the 9th, oh, thank you. my gold mask will be at Empty Bottle. On the night. Yes, we will. A, a must attention. Is this your last one of the year? This one uh, is our last one of the year, and it is our um, final release. Yeah. A, for Anxious Utopia. A brand new. It's a clear and white Starburst vinyl, which apparently, according to our label and the pressing plant, is the only. Apparently, we're the only people that have done a clear and white Starburst vinyl, whatever that 
to You're changing that the game. That's what you're doing. You're changing. <laughs> All right, Chef, you just handed me coconut juice. I've never seen I've seen coconut water. I've never seen Hello, coconut juice. So it, it's coconut water, uh, more or less, but it has chunks of coconut in it. Yeah. Now, now, do you have rum? Oh, uh, we, we can <laughs> add some rum. Uh, no, no problem with that. No problem. Uh, what are you guys drinking back there? Guy uh, we've got here. Oh, let's see here. We've got orange cream craft soda here. And vanilla cream. I love craft soda. Who doesn't, right? Coconut juice. Very refreshing. All right, what else are we looking at? we got the burger here. Now, the burger's on a brioche bun. So, yeah, uh, we just uh, <clears throat> grind fresh beef. Um, and then um, we cook all, all our burgers to medium. Um, we get uh, some really nice uh, brioche bread. Uh, a little bit of uh, provolone cheese, chimichurri. Holy crap. <clears throat> and uh, chimichurri. I said that twice. And a little lettuce and tomato. Well, it's important. You, you got to you accent that. Yeah, it. you got to, yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, did you guys get a burger back there? We have, mm, I don't know. I don't think we the got the burger. One? So, no, you, you guys got the Frida, which is the right. the Cuban burger. This is the Argentine right. burger. It's really good. I, if you, I take half, half of this one left. because well, Do you want to try this, this half here? Oh, did you try? You oh, yeah, we'll trade half? you halves. How's that? So you can cool. try this burger. But now I have too many burgers. Well, you know. Did you get Cubano up there? I, I got I got Cubano. Well, that's all I have back here besides the... Uh, so we I have... some fries. Yeah, you want some fries? Here, we get got, this. Here, try these fries because you guys haven't tried these ones. Yes, sir. Oh, all right. Here, I'll pass these ones up there. Well, you oh. got to take these first. Oh, all right. I got to take that first. And there you go. Oh, chef. Oh, my God. To, uh, this is exciting. I love uh, Carnival. I've not this is great. been there in the last year, and so this is, this mm, is really cool. Mm, mm. Well, it was a real treat for we're us. We're hoping to have you back, you know. Um, Absolutely. Oh, well done. <laughs> I love the atmosphere there. To any of our fans that wind up listening to this, this is very good. Very good food. <laughs> you should go check this out. This, yeah. this burger is Wait, what are special. these fries? These are really good, too. So you, you guys had the disco fries earlier, and th- that's uh, the... the Mojo fries, I think, or mm. backwards. It's, it's kind of tight in here. It's hard to, <laughs> mm-hmm. to see what everyone's eating. Wait, hang on. Do we decide we have napkins? Yes. We do. I'm at that critical juncture where things are about to go horribly awry. <laughs> mm. Yeah, breaking in the new coat. There it is. Oh, this is delicious, Chef. Greta doesn't like to use napkins either. Oh, man. Yeah, let me try the burger. Right? So, Chef, you've been with Carnival for four years. Correct. Yeah. What, what do you think, as you look at that menu, what's the thing you, you were most excited to bring to that restaurant? Um, so <clears throat> we um, we change the menu literally three to four times a year. So it's always like uh, the, the new thing. We're always trying to work on, on things that we feel that we can improve. Or just a lot of times we change stuff just to change it, to to keep evolving. I'm sure it's the same thing for you guys uh, as uh, artists, as musicians, that, you know, sometimes you just change to, to, oh, to yeah. see what happens, what comes out of it, you know? There's a creative um, aspect to it. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot, of, a lot of people sometimes have a hard time understanding why a restaurant menu changes, but... <laughs> Right, uh, you know, you, you do that to keep it fun and interesting for yourself. Right. So if you keep if you keep playing the same song thirty million times, right. Uh, at the end, you you fell out of love with that song. That's so true. For for uh, us as chefs, uh, you know, and, and when I say chefs, I mean, you know, not not just myself, but the other chefs at the restaurant. 
you know, after five or four months with the same menu, it's like, all right, we, we need to. <laughs> Do you ever have, like, I mean, the thing with bands is, like, that's true, but, you know, sometimes you'll have a song where you have to play it because, yeah. they, because I mean, if you don't play it, for sure, your your audience is going to be pretty pissed. For, yeah, we definitely we definitely have that. Actually, we have that constantly. That you you have somebody like, oh, I came in and I ate the short rib three months ago, and it was the most amazing. What you guys changed it? Mm. And it's kind of hard to say we changed it because we wanted to, but that's the reality. <laughs> yeah. right? uh, we changed it because we wanted to well, keep. Good for you guys. Yeah, because you want to keep exploring. The, the genre of food that you work at. If you just come up with a menu and you just leave it the same right. way forever. You never grow. Um, yeah. Is there, does it also have to do with like seasonal things, like ingredients or things like that sometimes? For sure. I mean, the, the reason why we change with the seasons is for that reason. But, you know, beyond, you know, changing seasonally is, is to keep you as engaged in the food as uh, as uh, the customer, mm-hmm. you know, because for... for Everybody that comes in, it's, you know, if you come in, you know, three times in a season, you probably order a different thing every single time. So every time it was a new experience. You know, for us as chefs, we change quite often so so we can keep as engaged as our customers are staying engaged with the food. So, And hopefully every change that we're doing is either improving what we did last time or, or at least an attempt to improve it. You know? mm-hmm. wow. Of there's course. Something, there's something very comforting about everything I'm eating. There's like, there's like a comfort food aspect to this. These fries, especially. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, in reality, uh, when you look at uh, Latin food, it's it is soul food. You know, mm-hmm. Latin food is uh, uh, very strongly based on West African roots that that were brought by the slaves, and uh, uh, and that's where our food comes from. You know, so mm-hmm. it's it's, it's really. Oh, well, we have. T- do you want to try these? Do you want to try these fries? Mm, yes, please. It really does have a parallel towards uh, to to. Uh, American soul food for sure. Oh, I can, I yeah, absolutely. I totally get that. Nice. Are you guys getting enough food back there? Oh my god, I'm worried that they're in being, abundance. I'm worried that we're hoarding up here. <laughs> no, no, no. This this ham gravy. Yeah. You should bottle that. I don't. I don't, uh, I don't need craft soda. Just give me ham gravy by the bottle. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna start selling Michael Mask ham gravy bottle <laughs> at the merch table. Next hey, to listen, you. we have some uh, amazing hot sauce that we make in the restaurant with the, mm. with the chilies that we get from the the rooftop garden there in the summer. And, uh, I mean, that that's, talk a little bit about that because I think that's a really cool thing. I think uh, we're lucky that there were a pretty big restaurant, and so we have all these little projects going on at any point in time. You know, we have. Uh, uh, a, a really large garden in the rooftop, and we have uh, six bees, six beehives, which I'm uh, the beekeeper too. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, you I had. Beehives. So you wear the full suit. You have beehives up on the. So I wear chef pants and like a, a, and and a chef coat when I got gloves and a hat and everything. Um, yeah, we have we have six beehives, uh, and I you know one of uh, one of the owners. Uh, Wives has been teaching me over. over we've been working on it for like three years now with, with with the hives, and so now I'm off on my own. I'm, you know, a beekeeper slash chef, or, mm. or the other way around. So not only are you a badass chef, but you handle bees. Well, we just try to keep it fun. Right? That's yeah. what it is. It's, it's trying to trying to, you know, trying to make every day different so you stay as engaged as possible. You know, we have, you know, in the winter we do a lot of charcuterie that we cure downstairs. Uh, you know, so. There's a little bit of everything always going on. And charcuterie is, for those who don't know? Uh, basically, salt-cured meat, uh, and, you know, some of them are fermented. 
It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your bees. So, uh, do you do anything with the honey or? Yeah. So the 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 honey we use in in two areas of the restaurant. Uh, we try to harvest enough honey to serve with our uh, cheese and charcuterie, so we get some local cheeses from Wisconsin and, and Indiana, just like the, the local really creameries. Cool. And we pair that with our, uh, the charcuterie that we make in the restaurant. And uh, one of the accompaniments is the, 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 the rooftop honey, honey that uh, we harvest. Um, and then uh, we also, you know, w- we keep a seasonal pie on the menu. So uh, a lot of times we'll do like, uh, like a hazelnut rooftop honey ice cream or mm. whatever. Oh, that's so, cool. Stop oh. it. Oh, yeah. Rooftop <laughs> honey ice cream. Stop yeah. it. We always try that to include it. You brought some of that, too, right? There's some <laughs> Seriously. Well, we, we don't quite have that in the food <laughs> truck. Right? Are you going to start carrying around a, a hive in the food truck? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know if uh, that's very safe for them. <laughs> yeah. but, you know. that, I'm sure <laughs> the, the city has no regulation against that one. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. What I thought about, what I love about food trucks and... It is the mobility of them, and I, when we were uh, touring Portland, they had different areas of the city where there were lots, and the food trucks were all stationed there. So you walk around. So now I think like you're this. just twisting the knife now. It's like yeah, a yeah, courtyard. It was, of food it was like trucks. a courtyard of food trucks. And, and this food truck utopia. Where, yeah. yeah, areas it's of like, the city. It's like the the food trucks are being fanned by leaves and fed grapes. That's exactly and right. They're very, and they're in their, like a food truck paradise over there. So it, it's it's funny you brought up that because that's where hopefully we're going in the city with food trucks. That's I think that'd right. be really neat. That's here. where we want to go. We you know we're such a beautiful city with so many parks. It would be great to have. There's that. there's so many places mm-hmm. for us to. To, to park and do business and, and not only that but bring an experience to, to the people in our parks and, and, and guests. Is it almost like a restaurant union kind of thing that's keeping that's No. Keeping I mean I, to be quite honest. Politics I, I, involved obviously. The, the city's all about money. So right. This, well do they think that it's going to I don't know hurt. Well, I kind of think the Illinois Restaurant Association has some pretty strong lobbying power. I mean they must have some lobbying I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that, but you know what? It, you know, it, the new the the laws against food trucks in New York have really uh, lessened in, in in LA and like a lot of the major cities. So I think it's it's uh, inevitable for us. It's only a matter of time. To it's like marijuana. Yeah. You look at no. Colorado. You look at Washington. Yeah, it's recreational now. Yeah, we've got the medicinal marijuana here, but you know, eventually that'll fall. For so, sure. So food trucks are like marijuana, is what I'm trying to say. No, uh, you know what? That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, your food truck. I like too. all Carnival those things. is like what a 39,000 square feet restaurant. Yeah, we're pretty large. We're about 35. 35. 35. Wait, Greta, where did you pull that number from? I know. Are you, are you okay? I know. What number did you pull? I said 39,000 square feet, but it was 35,000 square feet. Mm. If this was the Price Is Right, you'd be going on stage. Greta's very young. <laughs> she loves food. So. We're a pretty large restaurant, but a lot of it is, uh, you know, we do a lot of weddings and private events and, and things like that. Um, but, nice. you know, it's, it's all about uh, everything we try to do, we try to do to make it fun for our guests and, and for ourselves, for sure. Yeah, you got to have fun a doing good, what you're uh, doing. A good drink list as well. I remember yeah. having some fun with the cocktails there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we're, we're lucky to have a, a good mixologist on the team and... And just like the the food is always changing and always. Did you bring some fun. of the cocktails with you? You know what? Uh, <laughs> I, unfortunately, I'm not allowed to serve liquor. Out of yeah, food I figured. Truck. <laughs> In a food I, truck. If anybody would be happy, that would be me. <laughs> yeah. So you had to you had to strategize the food truck menu because you got to 
crank the food out fast because you've got people lined up on the street. Like, how did you narrow down the menu for the food truck? So, um, basically, uh, you know, I sat around with uh, with the chef and the and the food truck and, and the other chefs and. It started off as what do we want to eat, and then let's build, you know, since it was a truck built from scratch. Then once we figured out what would we want to eat out of a food truck and how we would make it on a food truck, then we designed the kitchen around that. Mm. Um, knowing full well that when we change the menu, it's all going to bring a new <laughs> set of challenges. But uh, basically what, uh, what we put together for the food truck is that, like, soul food, Latin aspect of food. Makes it with a little bit of street food, and, and and then we put together the kitchen, a food truck, and thought about you know what would make more sense logistically to work. All right, so what are, what are we missing here? Have we tried everything? Uh, let's see. We have no, we have ropa, ropa vieja. Oh, <laughs> oh I like that. Dish. All right, let's, let's hand that right back to Gar- so, so what, what is that? Take some so and on the food truck, we're basically doing a, a crispy plantain. Uh, with Ooh. a little bit of braised brisket, uh, a little bit of uh, uh, amarillo sweet plantain aioli, and uh, uh, like lime juice marinated on- onions and queso fresco. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So it's got it's got a little uh, sweet salty beefiness. I'm gonna pull this back up there because we have something to hold. All right, so my gold mask is trying it. It's mm. awesome. Oh yeah. It, so the presentation, the it's, it's beautifully presented. It is really beautifully presented. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised it made it out here like that. Uh, <laughs> the, it's cool because this is we going have on my uh, similarities. You're bringing your art on the road and <laughs> making it mobile, and we go on tour. We bring our our art on the road and uh, uh, you know what? I, make I, it mobile. <laughs> I think what you guys do is uh, what you guys do is more of art. I, I look at what I do as a craft in which everything that we learn, we slowly put into it, you know? Like, if you're uh, a, a, a clay pot maker, every time you learn a new skill, you start slowly develop it and start putting them together. So, sure. Uh, well, I think, I think, yes, it has some, overlap. there's definitely a parallel, yeah. but you guys are a lot of times creating from scratch. We're, I'm using knowledge that, you know, we I've learned through through time in different places. It's you know? it, There's definitely a lot of similarities. I mean, there's craft, I think involved in music and art involved, and I think with food too. There's craft and art, maybe different ratios, but it's you know, it's still there for well, sure. Let's talk a little bit about your craft, my gold mask. Uh, by the way, what is this again that I'm eating? Ropa vieja. This is sweet and delicious. Sweet, like like you. Yeah, chef. like a sweet. So that's savory so the, too. So the yoli has a little bit of sweet plantain in it. Oh, and then you have the crispy. Um, uh, uh, plantain to stone. This Very poor well rental balanced. Gear. So anxious utopia, my gold mask. Yeah. How good is that album of yours you put out this year? Uh, <laughs> Thank you. It's all right. All right. It seems like my gold mask is right there. Uh, like we're almost at the point where there's no way I could get my gold mask to sit in my car. <laughs> I don't know about we'll that. We'll sit anytime. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll always be available to sit in the car and eat food. <laughs> All right. <good. laughs> I, don't think, I don't think there'll ever be a time when we're not available. Don't forget me and my car, my gold mask. <laughs> no, but it, it seems like, you know, consistently delivering great music, great presence in town. It seems like the stars are lining up for you. Um, well, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, I guess, I mean, that's flattering, and, and I'm glad that. And I'm very happy. We're very, very grateful for everything that we've 
you know the people that have given us recognition and come to our shows and all that stuff super grateful for it but you know i don't know it's like we just we kind of look at it like we're just doing our thing um i don't the music business is a crazy crazy place we don't place a lot of expectations upon it because we do we kind of just put blinders on to that and we just do what we do um because we enjoy what we're doing and we do it to the you know to the capacity that we can do it in and um and when and i'm trying not to like concern myself too much one way or the other as as far as um because i've 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 gotten into that moment or into that trap where you kind of like sit there and you 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 I'll uh, read some press on yourself or something like that and you start to kind of like i don't know you create this other expectation we're just doing our thing you know and it's like we're just focusing on making our music and and those things are awesome we love you know we, we'll take any i mean hell i'll take the you know i'll take the recognition i'm not saying i won't or that i don't appreciate it but it's not something that we f- try to like focus on or you know we just try to stay focused on the music and what we're doing i what do you think Reda? yeah that right? yeah there's definitely definite blinders on it yeah i think it sounds like what i was saying before you know i'm you try to keep it fun for yourself and that's how you put your best out exactly i mean if we start to try to like like if you start as an artist to try to sort of focus in on oh well they like this this worked or they liked this or you'll just create something that's like not that then doesn't work you know it's um you have to just go with the flow and stuff and um but for us, it's just about continuing to become better at what we do or trying to, like, you know, make ourselves uh, progress as artists, you know. And, and to, like you were saying, changing the menu and stuff and, like, just us challenging ourselves and having fun, continuing to have fun with it, you know. Well said. And it's hard with the podcast because I can't play music on a podcast. So it's hard to, <laughs> you know, really paint the picture of my gold mask. But, you know, to really minimize it and it's probably reductive to, to just try and encapsulate what you do um, I mean it is this beautifully dark pop music thank you it, thank you the technology is a strong component of the band the lyrics the voice it, it really comes together as this beautiful package I, I, I'm such a fan of you guys oh, thank you I feel like you, you've taken elements of things we might have heard in the past and rebuilt them yeah for 2016 well that's cool forward. we like that I mean, that's definitely, like, a part of what we do is uh, we we have... Greta and I listen to so much music. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have our the influences that are, like, cla- <coughs> the classic, like, 80s influences and 90s influences. I hear, I hear that. But we also listen to a lot of new music. We're always... We're still fans of, of music, so we are still listening. Well, if you're not, you're doing it wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that just kind of stop listening to or discovering new stuff, and we're not like that. Like, when we hear of some, like, new band that's like out there that or new artists that is interesting it excites us it gets us kind of it inspires us you know it's like wow listen um and i find that a lot of like younger younger people they really mix things together in a way that's interesting to me you know because it's like they don't have the same i mean a lot of music that was made in the 80s and 90s there were still like a lot of like clear-cut definitions of what yeah you know you couldn't just like i mean Scissors of Mercy and Public Enemy tried to do a tour together, and, and it was like I remember that, you know, and it, and and it, there was like a story about that recently, and it didn't go over well, unfortunately, you know. But like something like that might go over well now, yeah. you know. I mean, especially like with music festivals and mm-hmm. mixing together all kinds of things, and I think that's because also there's like people just listen, like there's so much more op choices 
So the lines of what you can blend together into the songs themselves blur. I mean, it has to be organic. I mean, if you just try to shove two things together, it might not sound right. It's kind of like saying probably making food. Like, the ingredients have to somewhat go together. But if you're creative, you can get two things that that maybe you might not have thought <laughs> go together to work in an amazing way. When it works, it's a it's like a almost like a alchemy of sorts. <laughs> My Gold Mask started end of the aughts. How did how did it start and what was there a game plan or was it just let's there make music? Literally no game plan with it. Uh, we were coming out of a different band and we were I, I, this I was in the bathtub singing and <laughs> Jack heard my voice. I mean, she was. I was playing, playing guitar. guitar. I was playing acoustic guitar, and she was just. Greta was singing in an unusual way, in a way I hadn't heard her sing before. And I was like, I was like, that voice, that voice right there. Whatever you're doing, and she's like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, just what were you singing right now? It was kind of like that kind of a conversation. And she was like, and she started singing it again, and had this like high, you know, this Greta voice. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's the. I was like, you got to sing like that. Like we got to make music like that. And it became actually a. It motivated it was amused to me in a way so I started writing songs to sort of um, kind of I wanted to kind of explore with her that I, I love that organic kind of explosion yeah it was very organic Every, and we were just experimenting in the beginning, the beginning of yeah. this was very it, we had no um, we did not put it in a box we did not have a direction we threw a bunch of stuff on the wall, literally, we were just like then. And some of it works, and some of it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, if you ever listen to our very first nine song, nine song, <laughs> it's all over the place. It's even more. <laughs> it's and it's a little weirder. Uh, yeah. I, I I still like that, but it's so different than we sound now live. You know, um, but the but we always wanted to keep evolving, and you know, um, we got in more into electronic music as we went later on in the band. Um, I feel like Anxious Utopia is about as crystallized a representation of your sound as oh could yeah be. yeah yeah and that was intentional. I mean, we wanted to do an album like that. You know, um, we didn't hold back on that. I stuff. think Anxious Utopia though um, is the complete opposite of the from the very beginning of Michael Mask. Like this had a focus. Um, we were very determined to. We were uh, a little more lasered in. Oh yeah, very lasered in. And uh, sonically, we just wanted everything to be what it was in our heads. But that came from a lot of, from the years of experimenting on stuff, you know. And, um, and then kind of from doing that, that's kind of what made us decide, this is what we want this album to sound like, you know, from trying all those things out. And, you know, our producers, uh, Baltazar Delay and Sanford Parker, and our third Member. I didn't realize Baltazar Delay was uh, involved. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's been Baltazar involved since Delay the very is, uh, beginning. Actually. Do you know? You know Baltazar Delay? Menthol. Uh, menthol. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was in Menthol. That's 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 absolutely correct. And um, he's he um, Baltazar does a lot of engineering work, but he still. Um, oh, I mean, he does a lot of repair work. I should say. He does, he's one of the <laughs> best repair guys in the city, um, but. He engineers, he still mixes our records and all that. We've developed a very close relationship with him, and he's been a part of the the sound that you hear on record from day one. He helps us find, um, like sometimes we'll have these ideas in our head that we don't really know how to make real, and, and Baltazar helps us find that a lot of the time. He was actually the one, too, when we first started 
uh, we were like, I, can you help us come up with a beat like this? And he's like, who's playing that? And I was like, I was. And he's like, so you just well, do it? Well, the way, it, in the but very beginning <laughs> when Greta was playing drums and singing, it was, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. It was just that we needed drums. We didn't have a drummer. And we started writing these songs. We just wanted to get to work right away. So she found, like, Greta had, we had all these, like, leftover drums from, in this practice space. So she, like, hobbled together this kit and she started, Greta just started playing some drums. And it was very minimal with like a four on the floor beat, but this is what became the sound of the band. Mm -hmm. So we brought it to Baltazar and we're like, so check it out. This is like a demo, you know, this is just us at the practice space, like fooling around. Um, we kind of want like a beat like that. And Balti Balt Balt was like, well, who's, is, is Greta doing that and singing? So we were like, yeah. He's like, well then she should do that, you know? <laughs> so that was what we did in the beginning. But then as time went on, we got James Andrew involved. Um, because we decided we wanted to get more and more electronic and I didn't really have I do I played synths on Anxious Utopia a little bit a few songs not much but I don't have the I'm a guitar player so I didn't have the time to like uh, do all that stuff um, and James added the electronic beat element um, but we all worked on each element of the song uh, or of the of the album it was it was a group effort everything started very minimal like me on with an acoustic guitar on the couch and Greta singing just like the way it started in the beginning but then by the end there was like a team there was a team of us that sort of made it happen well it sounds great and as I as I'm listening to you I realize I've got like a chunk of wet brisket on my coat <laughs> <laughs> this, this coat's gonna end up in the washer hey, you know. tonight I mean, it, it's a good kind of brisket on my coat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of brisket <laughs> someone will eat right off your coat. All right. So, My Gold Mask, Jack and Greta. Uh, again, if you're listening to this podcast before the 9th, go see My Gold Mask. They're at uh, Empty Bottle on the 9th, which is a Friday. Yes. Really a fine way to wrap up the week. This Friday. Uh, the new album is Anxious Utopia. It, it, looking ahead to 2017, anything on the books? Anything you could talk about? Anything planned? Oh, we've already started writing some stuff. Yeah, we got we're working on some new stuff already. Um, we might have a video coming out yeah. at some point in 2017. Oh, yeah, for, that too. That's in the work for Dangerous that we're nice. really excited about. Um, nice. It's. I think it's going to be pretty cool. This awesome director contacted us and is working on it. So that'll be coming up. Which is cool because your songs have a visual element. I mean, video makes sense because your songs feel cinematic and visual. Yeah, we really, we really wanted videos, um, and it's awesome that we've been fortunate that it's sort of inspired some directors in their imaginations. Like they'll, they'll contact us and be like, "Your song gave me this vision in my head, this idea, and I want to do it." Love it. Uh, which is awesome. I mean, yeah. that's just like that's the coolest thing. So, and that's how it works. Like we start one idea in it, and that's how we get like the people around us like involved with in as part of the project you know all right so my gold mask can we can we agree that the food was magnificent oh, heck yeah. it was awesome <laughs> I sure thank you beats, for bringing it sure that. beats the thank culvers you. that we normally like <laughs> yeah no, if this were we're on, on the road <laughs> on the road if we see a culvers we're like oh shit oh excuse me oh stop and get a, a culvers that's the good stuff butter burger and oh. custard all right so chef the carnival food truck um, to hook up with it, the Carnival Food Truck's on Twitter, correct? For sure, yeah, Twitter and Facebook, for sure. And uh, this food was extraordinary. I, I, if you eat this food, you will feel like you are undeserving of this food. It, it is so that good. good. We, well, <laughs> I, mean, I think you're saying too much, but we appreciate everything. This oh, is, I love it. That chorizo burger oh, and yeah. the and disco fries. Sandwich, <laughs> I could, 
Yeah, the I, fr- could just... I could eat the fr- I could eat the fries with the ham gravy all day long. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, but yeah, the burger was magnificent. Uh, this is also good, Chef. Thank you for. For, for these creations. The, yeah, thanks for really, sharing that with us. Yes. This was magnificent. All right, so hook up with the Carnival Food Truck. I, I promise you won't regret it. <coughs> and My Gold Mask, truly one of the city's best. Uh, see them live, listen to their music. Everybody in the car, thank you for doing this little podcast on Columbus Drive tonight. Oh, thank you. Definitely, you're welcome. Oh, uh, we're so happy. Chef, are you going to show me the beehive one day if I go there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. She's we, dead we serious. Love to, sure. I, I love We might do a video stuff. next to the beehive. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> we get some. Uh, That'd be amazing. Greta and a beehive is a cool image. Yeah, no, this was great. Thank you. In the garden. In the garden. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yes, in the garden. See? Perfect. 